The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna wait a be my bait. Hey, hunt me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. Oh, hey, if it's heated, I'ma be my face. Hey, and best believe it's gonna be outrageous. Hey, hey, niggas can't believe my race. Hey, niggas hit you with the Eli face. Oh, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, scrunching me up. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here. We are at episode 13 of the Locker Room Banter. Well, the ladies are always welcome. Most definitely, most yeah. definitely. So well, let me go ahead and tell you who's here with us today. Let's start with myself, me, Anwar, <laughs> one of the main hosts. We have to give myself a shout before anyone else. And let me also tell you where you can find me at on the Locker Room Banter. Let's do Instagram first at A-N-W-A-R-W underscore 357. That's Anwar W. Underscore three five seven and on Facebook I am simply Anwar Williams. Watts, talk to us. What's going on? This is your boy Watts coming to you live and direct from the studio here in ATL. You can hit your boy up on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That is W A T T S number four. And you might not even notice, but I deleted all my social media last week. Nah, I didn't. Actually. I came back. I oh. came back for the day to promote, like to start promoting the holiday party and all that stuff. But <laughs> go ahead and shooting it over to the third party and um third third member of the cast. You know, uh, Drizzy Mo calling all the way from Tally Ho. Drizzy, holla at him. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, a.k.a. Drizzy. Dre, you understand me. Rest in peace to my big OG cousin, you know. We out here chilling. How you all doing? We good, we good, we good. But before we even get to it, we have, drum roll please, our first female guest. I promised you guys last episode that we would add a female to the guest since the locker room does promote females in the locker room. We have... My big homie from the gig, Measy, Measy, yeah. Measy. Give us a shout. Tell us who you are. And if you got some social media, tell us where they can find you. Well, I'm Samaya, a.k.a. Measy. I do have social media. You can hit me at Instagram. Who underscore that with a D underscore Measy. Okay, okay. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you, fellas. Oh, Welcome no to the locker room. Uh, Welcome to the locker room. We are here. Don't worry. Like Dre said, we're not going to slap no towels on the tail. You know what I mean? <laughs> here in the locker room. We're just going to let you talk about what's hot Sometimes going on. that can be a good thing. Oh, yeah. Hey, tell them. Hey, don't <laughs> yeah, worry. And, okay. and, and we will have those kind of episodes. Well, we welcome That's that. Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Definitely next episode. Next episode. <laughs> yeah, we got, you know, we got to gotta make sure we get some boundaries set. First. That we part. We ain't trying to catch no case we got jobs <laughs> yes exactly exactly so as always what we like to do is we just give a quick shout let us know how everyone's doing let the listeners know um how we've been so i'll start with myself and pass it on nothing really new here it's the holiday season guys we're in the middle of december which means the year is almost out which means work is picking up not really it's not really busy at work guys let me stop lying but my life is busy um we have holidays like i said i got children and wives multiple Sorry, Monique. But um, <laughs> right, so we got gifts to buy. Get your ass I shot. Get your ass shot. <laughs> so I got gifts to buy, you know, two of everything. But that's really uh-huh. all I got on my end. Watch. Work. Keeping it moving. That's <laughs> it. Just work. <laughs> Dre, what's new <laughs> with you over there? Man, listen, man. You know we wrapping it up at the finals of the um, the semester. And, you know, I teach research methods at FAMU. And I played myself, man. I got Uh-oh. 33 students. I told them to write me 
an essay with the art with the research article, and I found so much plagiarism. I had no choice but to read both articles and the papers. Wow! So, man, my brain is my brain is dead, but I feel smarter. You know, be nerdy. <laughs> I feel smarter. That's Plagiarism smarter. will never right. die. Well, Meezy, what's up with you? Anything? Nothing new. Just working, you mm-hmm. know. It's like you said, it's Christmas. You got mm-hmm. the kids, so emptying out my pockets day by day. Tell them about it, yes. Trying to maintain. I'm going to be in Christmas debt come December mm-hmm. 26th. Tell them about <laughs> it. I'm almost to the yeah. point. Yeah, I'm about to get to the point where I do like my mama said and say, "Hey, y'all, Christmas come with taxes come, cause Daddy broke right, right. now." <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Panamanian Christmas. I know, right? Christmas. Before we continue on, man. Before we continue on, man, we need y'all to go ahead and discuss why we mm. got her here mm. as the first guest in y'all relationship. First, we know that I know personally that y'all work together. Okay, but y'all need to go ahead and give a little bit of history between the two as far as okay you know, why she's the first guest, female guest, or not female. Excuse me, I don't know if I'm politically correct. The first woman guest. Woman on guest. The show. Yes, I've heard women say, "Don't call me. Don't refer to me as female. I mean, you woman. Call me a female. A female." Could be any species, anyways. All that dumb shit. But um, yeah. I'm glad I'm not that extra. Thank Email you. Email is fine. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Meezy, so, I'll let you explain. You know how we know each other, and then I'll explain why we have you on the show. How about that? I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> so, Anwar and I are old co-workers. We've been what um, knowing and working with each other for how many years now? Let's see, 2009. Enough. 2009, so that's by eight years. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, so that's a long time. But yeah, this is the homie, mm-hmm. and you know, we done been from store to store with each other. Now mm-hmm. we sit right across from each other. And <laughs> we, I mean, our conversations throughout the day, yes, like our camera worthy almost. Like we have All such a good vibe. Time. I really, really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I can't pick anybody better to sit in front of me, and I'm not just bullshitting for the for the uh, for yeah, the podcast. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Don't gas that nigga head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are you are uh, you are the homie. There it is. There it is. Yep. And we the only but two. Do be bullshitting. Like I'm gonna keep it a hundred. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And be on that shit. Facts. Mm. facts on facts. <laughs> anyway, I be chilling. That's all. Right. Yes. And I can't keep him out of his phone. Mm. But other than that. <laughs> Double facts. Yeah. Now we we cool because we're the the only two woke ones in the whole building. Everybody you can't sleep. be woke when you post selfies all day. Everybody <laughs> sleep in the warehouse except us. You can't be post can't be woke when you posting selfies on Instagram all day, bro. Whatever. <laughs> I don't do it from work, so it doesn't matter. You motherfucking liar. I don't post selfies while I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, I woke up like this. Yeah, which is true. But like I was like I was saying, so. Look, Anwar's only woke post is the one he posts at 4 in the morning mm. from the gym. Thank Other you. Than that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. Speaking of bullying, that is kind of what this segment is about to be about. And I feel like I'm the victim of right. being bullied right now. So let me segue that into why we have Miss Shamaya here on the mic. So lately, I don't know how long, maybe let's just say this week, there's been a topic of bullying, and I guess the main topic of bullying has been the gentleman by the name of Keaton Jones. Um, uh-huh. Keaton Jones. So the world is feeling sorry for Keaton Jones because he's a victim of being bullied at school. Was. Was, was. Past uh-huh. tense, yes. Well, some people are still you know, saying they feel sorry for him because they say he's a child, which means he's still a victim, and means, hey, he was taught this, so therefore he's still a victim. Anyway, to the point. 
we're going to take this subject and go all around with it. So that's why I have Shamaya here. Shamaya, like myself, is also a parent of a young child. And we have just different, not different, but different type of perspectives on this whole situation. We both agree, but we're going to bring her on just to see what she has to say about some of these things. And you could tell them at work how that's all we've been talking about, right, Shamaya? It's it's more stories we keep hearing about this kid, his mother. And um, if you want to go ahead and intro more about it, I mean, I have more as well, but I'll let you take the mic on this one. Measy. I mean, it's been consuming us, but yeah, yes. his mother, so she videotaped him as we all saw, mm-hmm. videotaped him with a confession of bullying at his school to him. And he's in tears. It is. It's moving. Mm-hmm. But then the mom sets up a GoFundMe account. Mm. And all of this here was just a publicity to get more money for herself wow. for Christmas <laughs> is what we see on social media. Yes. I don't know if I'm speedboating or jumping over it and getting straight to the to the dirt, but that's that's the issue we have with it. Yes, that's so. about the size of it. So I'll let you guys jump in as well and say what you've heard, seen, or just what your take is on this whole Jesse, I'm not Jesse, Keaton Jones situation. Keaton Jones information. All right, I'll go ahead and say my little two cents to it because <laughs> it ain't going to be too much. I mean... Uh, first off, I mean, now everybody wants to be woke about this whole situation, but... Mm-hmm. And this was was gonna be my man's court moment because mm. I was gonna take everybody to court <laughs> because when they first saw the video, they all wanted to repost the video I'm like, oh, they're mm-hmm. so sad. Mm-hmm. I wanna do this, 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 that. Can y'all please donate? Then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, y'all find out mm-hmm. the truth without doing the research. Like we always say, when yeah. it, like you always should do the research first before you repost something. Yeah. Now you see that it's coming back, and now everybody wanna be woke. Mm-hmm. Talking about some. Your racist ass probably deserve to be bullied. This All shit. that. <laughs> right. Just because you see what's on his mom page mm-hmm. and because you see what's on other people's page, what's out there on social media about him, yeah. now you feel like he deserves to be bullied. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying that he deserves to be bullied or whatever, but at the same time, y'all out here criticizing the man mm. about what his mom raised him to be. And y'all, the ones, the main ones, was supporting it before y'all knew the facts. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So, but uh-huh. my thing is, uh, to what uh, Meezy was saying that the mom basically just did this as the ploy to try to get money to come in for the Christmas and like mm-hmm. for Christmas and stuff and that shit just wrong like if you was wanted to probably post it just to kind of get an understanding and uh, bring awareness to bullying okay cool sure cool I'm with that but don't put up a GoFundMe page. Thank you. And on the PayPal behind right. it and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it don't matter right. if you're racist or whatever. No kid deserves to be bullied in school. I mean, I know y'all probably seen the um the post about the 10-year-old girl who mm, committed suicide yeah. from being bullied. Right. I mean, it ain't no telling because kids don't know how to handle themselves emotionally at all. Mm-hmm. Shit, adults don't even know how to handle themselves emotionally at all. Exactly. I mean, even though I bully Tyrese all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> but still, though, I mean, bullying is definitely wrong and all that stuff. But not a woke crowd wants to try to bring, bring awareness to the racism, mm. to the racist behind oh, his mother when that really has nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. Y'all should have did the research in the first place. Yeah. Before y'all started reposting the the picture and the video and all that stuff. That's just but, true. I mean, hey, I don't know how I feel about people reposting stuff all the time that they don't even know nothing about. Yep, no one does homework. They just grab a hold of whatever's trending, throw it out there just to say they got they know what's going on. Yeah, let me That's make sure I get my I get my likes up. That's it. I get my likes up. That's it. Dre, did you want to add anything that you might have seen on it? We're gonna talk about it some more. Yes, but I do. Go ahead. What you well, got? Yes, I do. But I, I want to come from a whole different perspective. Okay. Do y'all remember? Okay. 
when y'all was in elementary or middle school or even high school, do y'all remember the slow boy that y'all picked on or y'all friends probably picked me? I was friends with the slow boy. <laughs> the slow boy. I was friends with the kid. I, I was friends with him. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Not you, that's all I can think of, but that's, you know, that's what it reminds me of. We did it. We mm-hmm. probably ain't do it all the time, but we damn sure did it. It was a kid at, at uh, I went to Lockhart Middle School in Orlando, Florida. And it was a kid, all you had to do was call him Wawa. And he'd say, don't call me Wawa. And he'd chase you. <laughs> and they used to, you know what I'm saying? They used to be like, hit me then, punk, you know, try me then. They'd slap him. And I guess just so they could get their licks in or whatever. But, wow. yeah, it, it happens. Teach mm-hmm. this nigga how to fight, man. I know he's a little kid. And, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he should. Um, I don't. I don't think he should be bullied. But he's gonna be bullied. Mm. You know, a lot of people got bullied. Bullied. It may or may not stop. Teach the boy how to fight. Mm. And no, we don't want to be no. You know, uh, I guess I don't want to say white supremacist because he's just a kid. But I mean, I'm on team black. But at the same time, just teach him how to fight, man. He'll be mm. all right. So, so no one wants to add in the fact of why did they say he might have got bullied. Not to say it's okay, but right. I, I was waiting for that part to come out. If anyone. okay, now nah, I, 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 I read, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, I've been busy at work. So go ahead and give explanation as far as why he's been bullied. Okay, so what I've researched, I guess, was that um one of the reasons why some of the kids were coming down on him was because he was caught and seen in numerous occasions calling black kids the n-word and not the a at the end but the er multiple times to different ones so they said the bullying wasn't necessarily a bullying it was more like a response or retaliation for it like hey you're not gonna be calling me this but so many times and Meezy, we spoke about this right hey man you're not gonna be you're not hey you got no more times to call me that how about that you might get a warning one white guy might get a warning might get that but as a kid oh no you got no more times to call me that Ain't no time. Yeah. Exactly. And that might have been what happened. Exactly. I mean, I'm hearing that is kind of what happened. Plus, you're seeing where he gets it from. I mean, I know they're bringing up his mother's history about walking around with the Confederate flag, taking pictures, and they even have a family photo where one of the brothers has a Confederate flag and he's holding the American flag. So they're like proud Southerners, but they're taking this to a whole new level. So, Meezy, I'm going to let you jump on that. And then also the other little video we seen um, with the gentleman that was going to support him until he seen what he seen. The MMA fighter. No, he yeah. called him. He called him. Right. He didn't mm-hmm. see him. He called him. But what you going to say, Ms. When it comes to, you know, the white supremacist, of course, I'm sorry if I'm echoing, but of course, that starts at home. So the mom is saying this. This is how she's speaking. I don't know if the dad is there or not, but either way, this is what he's He's seeing the adults in his household saying, mm-hmm. calling black people the N-word mm-hmm. with the E-R at the end. I'll use Anwar's term. <laughs> but calling black people the N-word. But what she's not teaching him is that you can't be out there in the street mm-hmm. calling people the N-word that's free willing. Bring it home. Because they're going to whip your ass. Bring it home. And that's exactly right. what happened. That's what I read is that as you're calling these kids this, like he said, they retaliated. How much more are you going to take? So you're teaching your kids black people are this. And at the same time, we're teaching our kids, don't let anybody call mm-hmm. you the N-word. Stand up for yourself. Defend yep. yourself. That's not right. And yep. that's exactly what um, he got. You're right. Because my mother always said, yes, don't let nobody call you outside your name. I don't care if it's the B-word, yeah, a nickname. If it ain't your name, you don't go by that, you, you don't let no one call you outside your name. That's how nicknames start. But oh. you're not going to be letting no little kid walk around and call you no N-word. I'm sorry. 
That's how disrespect starts also. So if you take this as a child Mm -hmm. and you allow somebody to continuously call you this word, Mm -hmm. which we all know what it means. The kids may not know what it means in depth just yet at that age group, but we know what it means. But if you continuously let people call you that, this is where the disrespect starts. So then where are you going to put a stop to it? Thank you. Next year going to be getting bullied. That's still a form of bullying. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm I want to say something. Go ahead. So, um, I was right on the tip of my tongue. Oh yeah, when when white when white parents, those who are doing this, when white parents are teaching their kids how to how to be prejudiced against black folks, Mm -hmm. they need to also be reminding their kids that them little niggas can fight. So (laughs) you're gonna run up on some hands, you know. So be ready to duck or block or ball or fold up when you say what you say (laughs) or run. And they fast too, so (laughs) it's it's a lose lose situation, you know. Just bringing some light into the situation. But yeah, I feel like it's it's a hustle game situation, man. Either mom she she capitalized on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what can I say? I don't know what to say too much about about the enemy. You know, I don't know what their purpose. I don't know what their um, objective is. Ultimately, all yeah. I know is I'm too I'm too knowledgeable to let white people and the the schemes that they have affect me unless it is affecting me directly. And I I rather work on a solution. I don't care about you calling me a nigga, but in terms of this situation. You gonna teach your white boy to talk like that? Teach him how to fight because he's gonna get his ass for mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. Me. So I'll go back into moms because obviously moms is not getting let off the hook, but she's not getting, you know, all she deserves because yes, she's saying she yeah. took pictures with these flags, but it's more to it. Like, come on now, look at the conversation she had with the MMA fighter. I'll read it off to you. Um, he was telling her, hey. No, she told him, hey, I'm sorry if you think that, mister, but this is an opportunity for my son. I'm actually poor, not rich. And he responded, hey, this is an opportunity for you, not your son. You just use your son's pain as a platform. Really, really sad, and it's your son who will suffer, shaking my fucking head. I'm no longer interested in being involved whatsoever. Shame on you. Her response, (laughs) which took the cake, was, what happened to us whites sticking together and helping one another against the predator? So I'm assuming we're the predators. She couldn't be talking about anybody else. Yes. That's a safe assumption. Yeah, safe assumption. <laughs> Who else she talking about? Other whites? No. So in other words, <laughs> when you say stuff like that, then you are not just saying it, but you're promoting it, which means you're also teaching it in your household. So yes, now she's yep. fully responsible for her son being out there, dropping an end bomb on other cool. kids, and you know, as little Scrappy would say, getting them paws put on. So yeah. Right. That part, but um, yeah, right there, it's like you want to sympathize with him because he's young. But if I'm not mistaken, the video was when he was like 11. I mean, he looks younger than what he really is, and I'm I'm gonna do what they do to us, which is I'm gonna start taking everything away. Now he's not as young as you think. He's probably actually a teenager. He might have a he might you know have a a disorder with his uh. Why he looks If that's a disorder Or he's just Not the most attractive kid <laughs> I don't want to say it You know But Either way I'm listening to how he's speaking He got some grammar So in other words He ain't that young right. He ain't no five Six year old getting bullied He's old enough to know What he says And what he's doing out there Is going You know Get some consequences So like Dre said I- Learn how to fight Little man Sorry <laughs> Got a flat nose already So you know 
That was rude. I know. I want to step in just for a sec. That's it. But I like that you said that. You're going to start tearing them apart like they do us. They do us like that every time. Every little thing we do, mm-hmm. they will go back yep. into your history. Mm-hmm. If your history doesn't give you enough dirt, they will pull up your uncle, your auntie. You. Your cousin's cousin, anything to get some dirt. Anything. I'm glad you did it that way. Yep, because you're right. Yeah. Like, they really, really, really do that. Think about every person. I mean, if we take it here, you know, we'll be here for a while. But yes, that's what they're going to do. All say, day. well, damn, he didn't really do anything, but they did say his daddy got arrested seven years ago for child support. Let's throw that out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to tear apart his mother as <laughs> right. well. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, He's got daddy issues. Yeah. Yep. Well, piggybacking off of that, I mean, you already know, um, you know, to the to the woke crowd that went ahead and donated that sixty k mm. to him mm. and all that stuff during the Go GoFundMe um, account and all that stuff, the backlash did come back to the mom because now that GoFundMe account is on hold okay. and that's just sixty k that's just out there in limbo, damn, just sitting there. So I mean I don't know if that's gonna be refunded back or if GoFundMe mm-hmm. can do that or not or whatever, but hopefully yeah. you know, being that the truth came out behind the mother's intentions and everything that. Yeah. You know, people get their money back and yeah. that that funds won't go towards um, the Keaton family and all yeah. that stuff. And it's not putting no blame on the son, uh, to be honest, which is just all the blame is really on the mother. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, the kid did wrong by doing whatever he did to calling niggas and calling kids niggas and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all started in the home. It's yeah, all home right. training. So the mother and the mother just basically just took advantage of it and just... Yep, and got called out on it. She yep. finally came out on it. Was it Good Morning America and spoke her so-called yep. piece, and then tried to say, "Well, don't I'm not going to spend the money." Oh, because you can't because they got that thing locked down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to give the money back. I'm not going to spend it. Why'd you even set that up? So you had a game plan. Your son was getting bullied for whatever reason, or actually, it was probably going back and forth. He going there bullying, and turn around, and he get beat up. Did he turn around and do it again? Because what parent decides, you know what? I'm going to interview my son, crying his heart out about something this deep. If I'm a parent, I'm thinking we going to the school so we can find out who did this to you. How about that? Not let me interview you. Right. How does that make you feel, son? Tell the camera. Let's get these likes up. Let's get these views up. You had a plan. Because I'm not going to interview Lauren and say, Lauren, tell me about the girl at school that says this. Well, what, how did that make you feel, Lauren? Without what intention? What am I doing this for? Because I'm going to turn around and put this mm-hmm. online, turn around and try to see what I can get from this. So you had a plan. Yeah. It worked up until they dug that dirt. And somehow some white man went to sleep and let the dirt leak because usually it don't leak for them. It leaked for us. But this time it got mm-hmm. through and we got a hold of it and put a stop to it before it got out of hand. But God don't like ugly. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> and I was going to take us in one more place with it. So what if little um, Keaton was actually little Kente? And, um, and that's the name that you got. That's the, that's the best black name you can come up with. I was going to say, I could say Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, the best black name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Well, if Lil Keaton was actually Lil Kendrick, how would this uh, how would this have panned out? What'd you say, Dre? No. Well, if he was Lil Kunta. No. Oh man, you get where I'm He'd going. Been running if that was Lil Kunta. Mm. Exactly. So what if that was the case and it was right. Lil Kendrick? They gave him about a about seventeen hundred dollars in the GoFundMe. Nah, they wouldn't have gave him nothing. <laughs> Nah, it just it, it was just it would have just got reposted. That's it. That's it. Just reposted by a couple of us. <laughs> by a couple of us, they wouldn't reposted it. It would have been a meme by mm-hmm. the end of the week. Yep, it would have been a meme by the end of the week, like you said. People yep. cracking jokes at the end of the week. Trying to right. say the whole Tennessee team wouldn't have been trying to take uh, Kunta to lunch. None of that would have been happening. All the stuff that happened based off him and the MMA fighters, 
There wouldn't have been none of them reaching out to us saying, hey, 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 let's get some money in this guy's pocket. None of that. But then again, mm-hmm. no, I was going to say we wouldn't promote it like that. But there's always a couple of us that make us look bad, so I don't, don't want to take it there. Um, we should start. We should start. I don't want to promote that either. <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, she tried to pull one over our eyes, and I'm glad it didn't get by. This thing didn't last that long. So, well, I, I want to say something. Go ahead. My sentiments, I think, and of course, this this is where it gets tricky because, you know, you got your white friends and you start thinking about your white friends and, you know, uh-huh. you either do or you don't. Mm-hmm. So um, I think as a whole, when white people gang up, they become bullies mm-hmm. easily, especially towards us. I mean, look at the alt-right and, movement. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they become bullies. And, I mean, I, I can't say nothing about karma or anything. I really just kind of want to put that out there. I mean, all around the world, you see um, you see them Devo and everything. But anytime we try to defend ourselves or just speak for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, here they come. Here they come trying to throw jabs, throw shots, ganging up. And it's like, man, you really ain't got to say nothing. But I just think that's that's their way of doing things when it comes to us. Bullying. Yeah. So fuck kids. No, I'm I mean, look at the uh-huh. police brutality situation. That's bullying. That's all that is. It's just a big case of bullying. I mean, especially like, was it the um out there West Coast, the Compton police? I mean, if you look at any old movie, that's what they say they were bullies. They really roamed the neighborhood just looking to trap up some you know, some of us, quote unquote. Look at NWA movie. They just sit out there minding their business. I know it's a movie, but these are based off real facts. Look at yeah, Rodney right. King. <laughs> Look at yeah. the damn story. Look what happened. It's a bullying moment. Look at Orlando police. Nigga, you've been out downtown in Orlando and people in the yeah. police just start literally just pushing people out of the damn. I've way. been pushed. I've been pushed too. Damn, yeah. they're about to go to jail. But same thing. Damn, I, I never seen. Well, I mean, hell, if you're talking about police, then that just means all of them because mm. APD, NYPD, mm. they're all bullies. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Emmys, what was that last thing we just read? Oh man, what was it we were just talking about about the police situation over in um. Oh my goodness! Um, oh, with the little girl and the mom, with a little fifteen-year-old girl and the mother. The mother actually, uh, what did she call the police? Because her neighbor, right? Her neighbor put his oh, put his yeah. hands on her son, seven-year-old son, right? So the little neighbor choked Littered out the seven-year-old son, like mm-hmm. had him by the neck, and the lady called the police. The black lady, white neighbor. Let me just clear that up. Black lady, white neighbor, black child, black daughter. She calls the police. The black lady. Hey, my neighbor. Put his hands on my seven-year-old child, and I need you to come look into this. Policeman gets there. First thing he does is jump straight to the white guy and say, what happened? So, white guy told him the truth. Yes, I put my hands on him. I put my hands around his neck because he littered in my yard. Policeman turns to mom and says, well, why don't you teach your son not to litter? So, she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is taking a turn for the worse. Like, um, one, how do we even know that he littered? You're just taking this word for one. And two... You don't know what I teach my son, you know, but and right now right. you you pissing me off, right? Mm-hmm. And what did the cop say? Mm-hmm. Maisie, what did the cop say? The cop, the cop told her, um, oh, because she was like, either way, even mm-hmm. if he did litter, that doesn't give him a right exactly. to put his hands on my child. Mm-hmm. And the cop asked, why not? Why not? Exactly. That was why not? Why not? Why can't what he put his hands on your why child? Not? <laughs> <laughs> So, and then he went on to tell her when she said, you know, what you're saying is pissing me off. He said, well, how you're talking is pissing me off. Exactly. 
and I'm going to, you know what I mean? And then I'm going to escalate the situation. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. So then the daughter steps in, the little young girl was like, hey, mom, like kind of let's just mm-hmm. get out of the situation. And she put her hands to her mother. The cop grabs her and yokes her up, pushes her out the way, rather. I'm sorry. Throws daughter out the way, grabs mama, yeah. puts his knees on her back and, and go, proceeds with the motion of stop resisting, stop resisting. You know how that go. So I, exactly. I thought that was going to go all the way to the worst because it looked like it. He came ready to address something. I guess he was like, why they call me out here? But he still decided right out the gate what side he was going to take. He found the color he wanted. It was his. And he stepped on that side, literally sat next to that guy and was like, well, ma'am, why aren't you taking care of stuff at home? Mm-hmm. And he's in his right pretty much to choke out your son because he littered. On his property. Littered. Now, it's one thing to say right. you killed his dog. His dog's here is dead. And we... And it's like, no, you litter on his property, you're telling him it's okay to put your hands around his throat? Like, I have a seven-year-old girl, and I could not imagine someone putting their hands on my child. One, probably won't be no police involved. I would just, you know, hey, I got, I got it for the neighbor. I'll be okay. <laughs> but still, she, I just don't see how stuff like that happens. Like, how does she call the police, and then she ends up in jail? Shit just crazy. I got a question. What yeah, you go got? Ahead. Do you think that, um, do you think that we actually go to the police department and file complaints on these officers or do we just kind of make fuss about it? You technically mm. speaking technically speaking you post a file Technically speaking, you're supposed to file complaints. You should file complaints because the more complaints they get mm-hmm. on their file, the harder it is to get a promotion within uh the police exactly. department and all that yeah. stuff. But people don't file complaints. Yeah. <laughs> but remember this situation right here, Shamaya, what did they say um the lawyer that took on the case they was like, well, whatever happened? Was there ever a report placed for the actual assault? And he was like, no, they never placed the report in. So the black lady the did call it in. The, the cop never entered any information exactly. about the assault. Like the, from the time the cop mm-hmm. got to the scene of the crime, it was like his mind was made up. She's going to be guilty about something. And he didn't even proceed with any like paperwork or anything Nothing. about the man mm-hmm. assaulting this seven-year-old child. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now it was that, just all about black people going down. That today. is it, and that's and that's yeah. one of the main reasons why you want to make sure that I think that a lot of people, black people, are kind of doing in particular, like even before they even call the police or get involved with the police, is letting your people know, like, hey, I just called the police just to let you know I mm-hmm. called the police. This is what happened. Exactly. I'm telling you my side mm-hmm. of the story just in case something happened to me. So our people right. just start recording the interactions with the police. That's mainly what's mm-hmm. been going on. So I and mean, they hate it. They mm-hmm. hate it. They hate because it because it's visual do. evidence. Mm-hmm. It's visual evidence that's against them, and that's what why you now are starting to see these police officers lose their jobs yep. and stuff because they actually getting evidence. So that's why it's kind of important for us to actually, you know, I, I really don't. I really kind of hate the recording stuff, but in mm-hmm. those instances, that's when you kind of do need to do yeah. when you interact with the police, interact and record yeah. that, yep. or to, you know, let somebody know your side of the story, let somebody know where you're being and what you're doing, mm-hmm. because there ain't no telling what's going to happen to you at the end of the yep. day. You might end up in a damn viral video. You might end up saying an RIP t-shirt. Exactly, or hashtag. Police on hashtag. So, yep. I mean, it's something mm-hmm. that you kind of just need to let, let yourself do better for us. And mm-hmm. I think we're starting to get better about doing that, but I mean... We also got to make mm-hmm. sure we file those complaints as well for mm-hmm. me because yeah. it affect their job the right way as well. Exactly. Sometimes we could just go on social media and complain mm-hmm. about stuff, but it might not, it ain't going to do that. It ain't going to go nowhere, yeah. It'll be passed It'll be reposted again, and then two days later, it's at, that's it. Yep. <laughs> they we got to start doing the paperwork and doing things the official way, too, because, yep. I mean, you, you know us. And I remember an older guy telling me a long time ago, he's like, you know what they say, give black people 30 days and it'll go away. Mm. And I was like, damn. And, and I mean, as you can see how true that is, 
So yep. we got to start doing the the, pap- the paperwork. Yep. The work that they know we won't dig up mm-hmm. to actually, you know, give them consequences. Yep. And at least that, try, you know. And that's really the main More reason like why. The, that's really the main reason why you see like that. these uh these police officers they'll go on paid leave for mm-hmm. thirty days. Exactly. Come right back to the to and the wait for it to die down. down. Yep. yep. And that's it. What you saying, Shamaya? I was going to say, we have to follow through. Mm -hmm. Because that's usually what it comes down to. Like, you can do the paperwork, but are we really staying on top of it? Are we following it all Mm -hmm. the way to the end? And I think that that's just sometimes black people, we fall through on that. We don't keep going. Mm -hmm. Something new happens in our life, and then we stop. Yeah. Something new on social media happens. Mm -hmm. We stop. A new pair of J's drop. We stop. You know, whatever the case may be, we stop. But you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Follow all the way through until you see the end of it. Yeah. Or we don't get an effect from it, so we give up. Another thing. We give up. We give up right away. What do I say all the time at work? Like, they're obviously not going to give these men criminal charges. These cops are not going to get criminal charges. Mm -hmm. Hit them where it hurts. Go for their pockets. Just like they did OJ. Come on now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a civil suit, do something, yeah. find a way to sue them for some kind of financial restitution for yep. everything. And then maybe they'll be like, okay, now black people done got smart. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming after our money. Because we know to do it. We just don't know how to. And then we don't try to educate what? ourselves on how to. And then what we do is we do we pick up representation. Oh. We pick up representation, and the representation is white people. So you think they're really going to have our best interests against themselves? I don't think so. So it's like we don't even trust our own to represent us, trust our own to invest in to cover certain things like this. Except when it's to the worst you know, case scenario like Trayvon and uh, like Martin Lee Anderson stuff like that. So you know, it's like that. We don't want to hire the black attorney. We don't want to do this with the black person. We just go straight back to quote unquote a white person. Sorry to have to say it like that. And yeah, they're going to defend us but to a certain extent. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, we 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 lost Meezy for a second, but it sounded like she back with us. Right I'm now. back. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting asked for a candy cane in the middle of this That's podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> Mommy, can I have a candy cane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's all right. You hold it down for the good mamas out there. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying, but I I was shy of telling them to go get out my face. Mm. <laughs> There's a candy cane, buddy. That's what good mamas do. <laughs> Tell Bryson it's getting real over here. Bryson can get on this woke moment. I know you're waking him up over there. I've been hearing you lately. <laughs> a little woke, Bryson. But I don't know. But I don't know how much more y'all want to spend on that. I did, I did want to put some time in on that to make awareness of it so we know that, hey, man, we are talking about these things, period. Yeah. And we're not going to let it go. It's interesting because we, we're pulling so much from this one small topic. I didn't even think it was going to go that deep. But I also want to address... Um, how we should be more, we should be more aware of what's going like with elections, what's going on locally. Mm. You know, I can't, I can't get too deep into it because I've never done it. But I think that's, I think we just need to start talking about what black folks need to do. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to go ahead and say a shout out to uh, Atlanta, you know, for getting mm-hmm. their first, uh, I don't know if she's the first female mayor, but uh woman mayor, excuse me. <laughs> but I do want to go ahead and say, uh, Congratulations to our, our FAMU alumni, um, what is Keisha Lance Bottom, for becoming the first mayor, uh, woman mayor of the city of Atlanta, since you are talking about elections. And uh, we had a whole slew of FAMU uh, people that just we become did. mayor. Yep. I can't even remember who it yeah, was. Yeah, I forget. I see them all on the gram, but I don't know the names. I I'm can't sorry. even remember who it was. But yeah, man, you know, I just just wanted to let y'all know that FAMU out here doing big things. But um, 
yeah, we gonna keep it moving though. So okay, well yeah, well that that pretty much wraps that there. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good subject though. I really do thank y'all for y'all's feedback on that because hey. Shamia, we wanted to ask, which ask you, you know, Shamia, excuse me. Uh, we oh. wanted to ask if you wanted to keep going on. Uh, do you, you know if you have busy? If you want to stay with us for a while, you know, we probably be gonna be a little all over the place after this woke <laughs> segment. But it's on you if you wanted to stay with us. But if not, you know, it was a pleasure having you on. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go right. pass out candy canes, it's up to you, Meezy. We'll make that choice. Stay, stay why don't you? <laughs> I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I would love to stay in the locker room dance. It's totally up to you guys, but I do have mommy duties. I hear that. Okay. okay. That's understandable. But no, for real, Shamaya, I appreciate you definitely coming and joining us. And as you hoped, we will have you again in the future for whatever subject may call for it. So. I love it. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me and hearing me out. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, before you. Yes. Before you go ahead and leave, uh, we want you to go ahead and shoot out your social media one more time before you go ahead and leave. No problem. You guys can hit me at who underscore that with a D, Measy, M-E-E-Z-Y. Measy, and I got to ask you. And Measy, I got to ask you one question. Is is that who that, because you're a Saints fan? No, it is not. You know what? Just wanted to make sure. I'm gonna be for real. Since since I believe and son, okay. You hear my son in the background. Mm. I just want to make sure that he gets his his little moment. But no, <laughs> the reality, the reason why I chose who that Meezy is because everything else with Meezy was taken at the time. Yes, funny. you're That's right. Funny. That's funny. That's I believe it just it. came to who that Meezy. Mm, I got you. But I got I'm you. not a Saints fan. Sorry, guys. All right, we got you. We got you. But we do want to say thank you for joining the locker room. You are always welcome in the locker room. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Good so. luck. Thanks for having me. All right, bye. All right no problem. All right, All right, All right y'all. Bye. Peace. Right. Thanks for joining us. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yes, yeah, it was a pleasure having oh. my friend Shamaya on. I hope you guys enjoyed Shemaya, her. Shamaya, I don't know. Shamaya. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. And as you see, we do have women in the locker room. So, feel free to give you guys perspective whenever you can, whenever you want. And I promise you, we'll either have you on or have your thoughts reflected in our um, sessions. So we're going to get right back to it. Now that the ladies is going from the locker room, fellas about to turn it up a little bit. What we going to talk about, don't know just yet, but we going to get it. Nah, I kind of want to get on this music. I mean, it was a lot of music to drop. Uh, yeah. First off, before we go ahead and continue with the music, mm-hmm. uh, if y'all want to get a little bit more detailed aspects of the music, make sure y'all mm-hmm. check out our homeboy, uh, one of the Ace Boone Coons, a, a relative of the locker room band, Dallas Harris. Yes, and, sir. Uh, What's who's Deron? Uh, Deron, what's his last name? Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, Deron, Deron Gilmore. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, their podcast um, that is specifically about music. You can go ahead and give them a check out on the Hear Me Out podcast. Yes, you sir. might see a couple of them, but it's the Hear Me Out podcast, and it's the one with two black niggas, <laughs> but a Jesus standing behind <laughs> them. Jesus behind. <laughs> yeah, they was in Cuba. I think. <laughs> yeah, they was in Cuba uh, yeah. <laughs> when they went on the trip to Havana. So make sure y'all. Check them out. Uh, Dallas, you may have heard them on the first episode of the Locker Room Band. I think we had them on another Yeah, we had them on a couple more. But um, yeah, man, so y'all make sure y'all checking them out. But I want to go ahead and talk about some music. Uh, You know, one of the albums that we kind of, that kind of dropped that a lot of people were listening to, are looking forward to was the Metro Boomin' and Big Sean album. Oh, I didn't didn't even know. And we know shit Anwar didn't know. (laughs) Uh, Do you even know about any music that just dropped? 
No. <laughs> Last time I did. No. Okay. <laughs> Only thing so, I knew is the uh, is never mind. Go ahead. He uh, he did all his research um, in order to try to <laughs> his episode, obviously. But nah, yeah, man, the Big Sean and um, Metro uh, Booming, uh, which is a producer in the Atlanta area, dropped a mixtape. I don't know. Well, it was an album, mm-hmm. and um, it was a uh, Drake. You heard it, Drake? I want you want to talk about it a little bit. I'm gonna get man. Mine. I fuck with it, man. I. Fucks with it. Oh yeah, let me let me take over real quick. You got so, it. You know the two. It's, it's like the oh eight oh nine class of rappers. It was Big Sean, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Currency, Wiz Khalifa, Nipsey Hussle, a gang of them guys. And out of that crowd, you see like who's who's thriving. Most of them did really well, and they still got shit going on now. Big Sean is my favorite out of that crowd. Okay. okay. I love the way he I love the way he put metaphors together. He's funny, but I got something to say about my dog Big Sean. He sounds angry. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he ain't fucking with y'all niggas, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Please come for niggas' head, Big Sean. Keep that up. You sound you you got a little more bass in his voice, which is something I always been wanting to hear. Because you know he could be humorous at times, and mm-hmm. you know that put that keeps him in the box. If you ask me. But I love it, man. It's um, it's one of my favorite joints. Is when he when in the beginning he was like shit sound like narcos, <laughs> <laughs> and he grew a beard uh, damn, finally too. Wait, you talking about on the on the huh? on the big shot? Are you talking about on this album? Or you talking about the old one? I know what you talking about. Are you talking about the old? No, I'm album? talking about this one. It's, okay. I think it's who's stopping me. Okay, okay, like, okay. Yeah, okay. This shit yeah. sound like narco. He got a shit with two chains. That shit hard to tell. Okay. And um, yeah, he went in. I'm looking at it now. Ten, 10 songs on there. I'm gonna have to check this out tomorrow. Then yeah, why? Because it's is only it, ten songs. I know. Is, that, <laughs> <laughs> is it workout worthy? Because I got um, a gym appointment in the morning. I can use some. Music. Drake gave his aspect of it, his perspective of it. I'm gonna give my perspective of it. All right, what you got? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's really just a Big Sean album produced by uh, Metro Boomin, and it's just Big Sean. I always like Big Sean albums. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But this album ain't mm-hmm. really had the direction how most of the other Big Sean albums have. Okay. This one is just some trap beats it's everywhere. and Big Sean. You go ahead and flow of it. Okay, it's most a, of them have a, some order. Yeah, it's an all right album to work out. With. It's a great album to work out with because I okay. worked out to it and it was a good. It's a good album to work out with. But he ain't really he, the metaphors are there, the bars are there, mm-hmm. but he ain't saying shit. Okay, <laughs> okay. he everywhere with it. Yeah, okay. he everywhere with it. But it, it, it is a solid album. It's a solid listen. Um, I gave it a run, uh, a, a little run. But yeah, that's my mm-hmm. opinion on it. If I was to give it a score, I mean, on a, on a scale, I would give it maybe a six. <laughs> it is. Six, so six Drake, Drake, what made it so tough for you? You said it because he sounds, I want to say, darker, meaner. Dark. Yeah, it, 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 I will give you that. Dark, and he, he sound more. She sound grown, and he sound angry. And 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 uh, like what I said, the bars are there. You know, mm-hmm. you can expect that from Big Sean. But I think the sound that he needed. Is on there, and it okay. it shows his versatility. He got a shit like I said. He got some with Travis Scott. Travis Scott always been two chains, twenty one mm. savage, and um, that song was Travis Scott was kind of that, that song with Travis Scott was kind of weak. To be honest with you, and I was I'm a bit Travis Scott fan, but that song with Travis Scott was kind of weak, bro. But okay, it might be kind of weak compared the one to song, the other, compared to the good one. Yeah, compared good, to the other one. But the one song that everybody is kind of going crazy about, which I don't even really like it, is the song "So Good" with Cash Doll. Hmm. It's basically just talking about pussy yeah. so good or something like that, dick so good. Just nasty. <laughs> just nasty shit. Just like, nasty as fuck. Whatever. <laughs> is it like sex nasty or slob on my knob? Like, like when it's called nasty. Sex nasty. It's just nasty. Yeah, like, on my knob, I have man. sex to it nasty. I don't know why people. 
Yeah, she did go in. She did go in, but people kind of trying to compare it to Trick and Trina. I don't really see the comparison, mm. but maybe no, they, they, they know they're gonna do that. They that's just me. Something. That's just me. I don't. I don't see it. But some people are. She was as nasty as Trina, though. Yeah, she way. was as nasty as Trina. She, she was. She say four or five best friends, though. <laughs> nah, but she did say that. Uh, <laughs> she did. She did. She did claim Big Sean's dick, though. Oh, and so <laughs> I was listening. To, I was listening to the Hear Me Out podcast, and, and Dallas and Duran was like, "Yeah, Janae gonna have to fade up." <laughs> 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 I but yeah, man. Uh, moving on with the music. Uh, yeah. Uh, Quality Control uh, dropped the album. I don't know if you know who Quality Control is. Nope. I know that. I don't know shit. But it's basically just Amigos and oh, Amigos and family. Are they from here? Yeah, Amigos and the family. Yeah. The oh, it is them. Yeah, it's the whole little oh, okay. record label. It's the whole little record label. Um, and they basically just dropped the album. Uh, whereas it's basically the Amigos featuring a whole bunch of other niggas. Mumbling. It's, a, it's yeah, mumbling rap. It's a good solid. It's a good solid listen if you're working out. I know yeah. you don't like really like listening to the Amigos like that. To work out, I would. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think they're worth mentioning, though. I, I think they're worth mentioning. You got your boy, uh, Skipper the Flipper. He he made some noise back in the day. Um, YRN Lingo. And they, they all rap alike, but I think they're worth mentioning. Uh, my nigga Rich the Kid, I, I'm not sure if he's with them, but Rich the Kid is somebody I fuck with. So for those who really appreciate the Migo sound because they damn sure change the culture, that's this is them, yeah, and I, yeah. I I give credit to the guys that people don't really care about. It's mm. a nigga. Uh, I think a nigga name on this joint. Uh, I think his name is Lil Baby. Pause. But mm. uh, that nigga be riding too. That nigga be riding too. I kind of was just listening to it. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga spitting? Because he sound like somebody yeah. else I know, but I can't remember. I can't think of the name or think about. But that nigga be riding. But um, yeah, it's Lil Yachty, Amigos. Um, let's see, they got a song with Todd Dollar that be riding too. Uh, so they really got thirty songs on here. Damn. Yeah, thirty songs, bro. That should be thirty yeah, songs. Yeah, And then um, um, but yeah, that's a I solid. Got T Grizzly on that bit. You know I fuck with T Grizzly. <laughs> I that's fuck that's that nigga T Grizzly right there. Shout out to speaking my of T Grizzly. Speaking <laughs> of T Grizzly, he did drop him. He dropped another joint album this week as well. Oh, okay. Um, he dropped a joint with um Lil Dirk called Bloods. Hmm. I don't know Bloods or something like that, but whatever. I haven't really listened to it yet. I just saw it, but it's a good solid listen from what I had went through, but. For my dog Dante, I know you're listening. <laughs> this one for you. That boy Juicy J dropped the mixtape oh. called Rubber Band Business. <laughs> that shit go hard. I fucks with Juicy Damn, J. So. I gotta write this stuff down. Hold <laughs> on, let me start taking the list. That shit go hard. What's the last Juicy J project you listened to? Um, I listened to all his little mixtapes. Um, so I, I can't remember the last one I had just downloaded. Let me look it up right quick. But um, what's the, the yellow, the Coleon, the Killion, or some shit like that? I'm gonna find it right now. Yeah, but I listen to all this shit, dog. Lit and Key Lone or C Lone or something. That shit was hard. Yeah, Juicy, Juicy, Juicy stay out there with like some low key stuff that nobody really be listening to because don't nobody really listen to Juicy G like that. Mm-hmm. But on this little yeah. mixtape on the album, whatever it is, he do he do have some little references to three sits in that bitch. And you know, I, I fuck mm-hmm. heavy with three sits. So um yeah, shout yeah, out to Juicy J for that. And um of course he got Project Pat on the on, on it. So you know you gotta continue Project Pat <laughs> oh, in the fam. Uh but keeping it in the music family, I know we also got uh Eminem albums gonna be dropping soon. Okay. As well as with Jesus new albums gonna be dropping on the fifteenth. So that should there be next week. So I hmm. think I'm I'm really looking forward to Jesus album. Um I know a lot of people are looking forward to Eminem's album. I am not. <laughs> Just cause but, you never were or because I mean I fuck with him. I fuck with him. I fuck with him lyrically. I fuck with him. Well, I can't listen to his albums, dog. Because it, it's just too crazy for me. Honestly, I'm the same way. As much as I love M, yeah. if it ain't a sing- <clears throat> excuse me, if it ain't one of the singles or from that um Marshall Mathers, I think it was, that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't yeah, really give too- the other ones. Relapse, uh, I forgot the other ones' names, but they just... Eminem's, bro. 
Yeah, I just like the singles that it come out. Yeah, he's dope. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. he's definitely dope. But I listen to um, yeah, I like. It, I hope nothing's sounding like that damn single that Walking Water single because that shit trash. <laughs> um, but I mean, everybody, I know a lot of people are looking for it. The Eminem, not taking any credit away from Eminem, um, but I love Eminem as a rapper. Especially when he's on a feature on somebody else's mm-hmm. feature because he's always coming at somebody's neck when he's on yeah, a feature. He's always taking over the track. But I'm not really a I'm not a stan. <laughs> y'all, y'all like how I did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to Eminem for that. But I'm really looking forward to Jeezy album. Um the last Jeezy album that came out, I think it was uh whatever, something the church of the street. No, it was trap like, three, wasn't the no. last trap? It was a church of church of the streets. It was church of the streets or something like that. I thought church of the streets before trap three, trap or die three. Nah, that was I don't know whatever church of the streets. I didn't like that album. I didn't like that album. Nah, it was. I didn't like that album. I thought he was falling off, but I kind of heard I heard that song that he dropped with T Grizzly, and that shit was going hard. So I'm hoping that was bad. So, anyways, Dre, you got anything else going on with the music over there? Come on, man. Dedication sticks. Ooh, I've been to say that. I don't know how I even, how I even forgot that. Because you it. don't got no respect for the GOAT. I sure was waiting. No I, respect for the GOAT. I posted it for you. you, you well, you why you say nothing about it here? Because that's, 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 that's like, he going to say it. I said it last episode. Nigga, I said it last episode. But yeah, Dedication <laughs> Sis is officially dropping on Christmas Day. It's Lil Wayne's Christmas gift to Anwar because Anwar been on his nuts for so long. So, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, fool. So, yeah, man. What, we, can talk, we can spend a few minutes on that now. What, any expectations? Yeah, any expectations? Um, the two. What you got, man? For that, um, you know me. I'm, my my answer is gonna be biased because I'm a fan. Duh. So. I think it's probably going to be the best mixtape y'all ever Oh, right my God. Like. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this will be better than all the dedications, all the droughts, all the um, everything else. I can't feel my face. Anything anybody's doing ever. <laughs> yeah, every mixtape. Better than all of them. This nigga. This nigga. <laughs> now, honestly, you know what? I think it's going to be Wayne trying to sound like everybody that's out, mm-hmm. featuring everybody that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he'll do it all by himself, even though a lot of mixtapes he usually does by himself and his team. But who's really on his team worth mentioning? I mean, he still got uh, Gutter Gutter and um, Mac Main, and um, he still got all the Young Money niggas on his team. Yeah. Nobody checking for them. (laughs) He got Drake. Well, Drake. I think he'll get Drake to probably do a hook or something. Sing on one. Yeah. Oh no, he did get on his mixtape before. He always get on his mixtape. That's always the case. (laughs) He always get on the mixtapes, but. It's the other way around. He don't be on Drake's mixtapes sometimes, or Drake's right. albums because Drake. No, he be, was on Drake mixtape too. Yeah, he, he always on, on the mixtape, but not on, not all the albums. He be on the albums too. He always have at least yeah. like one song on the album. It was one that he wasn't on, and everybody thought it was a beef, but it was just that Drake's purposely sad and want any features. You know, so they go through that every now and then. Yeah. Some of the goats will do that. Hey, I want an album where nobody's on it but me, and just to let people know I can survive by myself. So, yeah, okay, and why? Yeah, cut your phone off, bitch. For Wayne, <laughs> what you said, Drake? Okay, this. is my expectations for Wayne, this is heartfelt because I still think that Wayne has some of the best lyrics ever. I think he's still up in the top with anybody. He could go head, head, head up with whoever. However, if he does that singing shit more than 40% of the mixtape, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be disappointed. As always, I still love the bars, but I'm just like, stop, man. Stop. Yeah. Just rap. Just rap. But you know, I don't know, man. I, I want to put a bet on this one that he's going to rap more, but I'm scared. Yeah. Well, 
Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that my expectations is I think that he um he gonna he, well I'm not saying expectations because it's more so of my hopes, hmm. but he got to prove himself. Hmm. Um, everybody. So why? Here, because everybody's out here been waiting for dedicate not dedication but uh, Carter Five mm-hmm. for Carter five. damn near ten years now. Carter Five, yeah. For damn near ten years we've been waiting for Carter Five, bro. And uh, <laughs> and you can't keep saying free C five. Mm-hmm. And then if you not drop and, then, and not putting us out, and then you drop C five, and hopefully you, you re-record C five because I'm pretty yeah. sure that if you did drop C five today, it's gonna be that is gonna be like dated like a motherfucker. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is a way of that he that he got to prove that he still got it, that he's still one of the best rappers alive, that he deserved to be in the conversation of top five, top ten, top anything. What I what I think is I think he's gonna um I wouldn't say prove I don't think a mixtape is gonna allow him to prove it because anyone that's a Wayne fan knows. Wayne, actually, his best music is on his mixtapes most time because he has the most fun on the mixtapes. He'll say that in a heartbeat. Even Jay-Z, okay. I want the mixtape Wheezy, you know what I'm saying? Give it to the mixtape Wheezy. The albums have a little more order to it, and they kind of flow, and you hear it slow down a little bit. But the mixtape, you're going to hear the Ty Dollar sound. You're going to hear the Migo flow. You're going to hear the Young Thug whining. So all the stuff that Dre said he don't want to hear, I, th- I think you're going to hear a lot of it. Because he's going to have the most fun on those mixtapes. But hopefully, if we get enough production, I mean, he's going to give us bars, but they're not going to be talking about nothing, but they're going to be tight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good warm up. He'll give us a good ass warm up to hopefully the album. And it's it's basically inevitable because that's the sound that we have today. So, yeah, we kind of have to hear that shit. And everyone knows Wayne, he survived 20 plus years in the the game by staying relevant and staying with whatever's popping. So if we know that whole Ty Dollar sound, I always use him because he seems to be kind of the sound, I guess you could say. That's what's going on it's right the now. Guess what I can't stand. The, the, what, the Young Thug Wine and stuff? Yeah. I would yeah, say this. really trying to sound like Young Thug. But I would say this, though, dog. This is shit that's keep flip, that keeps tripping me out, dog. Like, I can't listen to none of Young Thug's music. Hmm. None of his music. Yeah. But when I hear this nigga on features, I'd be like, okay. Be on it. I, don't I, don't know what he, I don't know what he said, <laughs> but he killed it. <laughs> no, he be saying some shit. He he's good now, bro. He's good. He be saying some shit on some people's shit. Like, okay, I can understand this nigga. Mm. What the fuck? Why he can't just rap like this all the time? So wow, but yeah. but that's how he came into the game, though. He came into the game with the I came from nothing mixtape, like three or four of them. Mm. And then he, I don't know if it was Danny Glover, it was somewhere around that era, that that little time frame. That's when he just started being, you know, whatever the fuck that shit called. Young thug, I guess. I ain't got no answers. But yeah, that's, he was <laughs> rapping at first. He I, was doing that. I wouldn't know because I ain't. <laughs> What's that peanut butter jelly song? <laughs> <laughs> that verse. Peanut butter jelly. Oh, yeah, T.I. Yeah, T.I. Yeah, T. T. went in on that fool. I don't know where he was going with it. Like, what in the world? I can see that shit too. That's anything else we got for music? Before you hit us with the. Drizzy. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and hit him with it. Drizzy Mo, what you got for the hip hop hipster? History hipster moment. Whatever the fuck you call that <laughs> shit today. Hipster. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, the hip hop history hipster. And last week or last time we was on the um on the podcast, we were talking about Cam and of course Mace came up. Mm-hmm. So I I've been asking myself this for the past decade, like why do people like Mace so much? Because all I can remember about Mace <laughs> is that he was popping, and I wasn't paying attention to his lyrics anyway. However, as a grown man at the age of 25 plus, 
I listen to lyrics a little differently now. So I went back and I listened to Harlem World. First of all, let me give you the backdrop because this is hip-hop history, hipster moment. Hmm. Mace came up with, with Pam and Big L, and there was another MC who actually passed away. And uh, the squad was Children of the Corn, so Mace was known as Murder Mace. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, actually, I do want to bring up. I don't know if y'all seen Killer Season, Cam's uh, uh, little movie. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But, I haven't seen it recently though. Yeah, it's actually a tape of them playing basketball, and this is hilarious because Cam missed the last shot because he ain't passed it to Mace. When they say Mace could have, he probably could have scored, but Mace uh, Cam fucked it up. Anyway, that's that's here and over there. <laughs> So fast forward. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for it to go somewhere. Go ahead, Dre. You got sure, it. No. So Mace, um, Mace came up with Children of the Corn, and he was rapping hard. So the lyrics was gangster. You know what I mean? He was in that mix. And he broke away. Diddy picked him up. And he even said on one of his songs, he said, I was murder. Puff called me uh, pretty. Hmm. So, you know, I had to give him more credit than I've been giving him because he wasn't being pretty because that was his swag. He was being pretty because Puff said, look, man, I got a vision for you. And you know how Puff did. He's like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. I'm going to make you a star. And that's exactly what he did. But the album was good. It's, it's still a lot of – it's some spitting in there. He does keep it ghetto, and he tries to keep it gangster. Hmm. Let me tell you what makes fucked up. Uh-oh. Mace fucked up because he tried to play with the gangsters. I'm talking about the real gangsters. You probably heard this name uh, resurface in this day and age due to Mace and Cam Beef and Mace running a part of Harlem. So the last song on there, watch, I know you know what it is, Jealous Guy, when Mace asked is singing, they say he's referencing Baby Maine, who was the gangster. He was like running Harlem at the time. And he's talking about, I fucked your baby mom. You know, this is the message of the song. I fucked your baby mom. You said you was cool, but now you acting funny. But baby man was like, oh, word. Green light on this nigga. So shit got hectic for Mace. People got shot. Baby man, he passed away. You know, God bless the dead. But um, then Mace, Mace started to change up his tone, I think, on, on his next album, which I think was whack. It's called Double Up. You know, he started talking about, yeah, man, people don't love me no more. You know, the people that used to love you don't love you no more. And he he, he hauled ass to Atlanta. But well, he hauled ass to Atlanta before the Double Up album, I believe. He hauled ass to Atlanta after Baby Maine and ran him up out of there. Mm. And um, now he's back, man. Now he's back. He's still, he still got the skills. And I do have to give him credit. Whatever shit I was talking about uh, Harlem World last week, you know, I hold true to some of it, but it's it's better. The lyrics are there, and I got to give credit when it's due. So, you know, Murder Mace, man. Mace, Harlem World. Don't fuck with the real gangsters, man. Don't play with the real gangsters. <laughs> that's the moral of the story, and that's the segment of the hip-hop history hipster. Yeah, boy. There it is. Similarly, that's the same reason why your boy Cameron went his ass to Orlando. <laughs> so, yeah. But nah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they yes, say. It is, bro. <laughs> but Who put hands on on camp? I don't know these New York niggas' names, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's the reason why. <laughs> yeah, I got to know. I know what you're saying. Though. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, man, that shit happened. But um, I think Double Up was actually before he moved to Atlanta because I remember actually buying that album. And it, 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 it ain't a, it ain't a great album, classic like Harlem World is. But it's a, it's a solid, maybe five or something like that, in my opinion. But <laughs> no, it's solid. It's solid. That don't sound like a solid. Five. Yeah, sound like a flimsy five. Yeah, it's a five solid. Five it's a solid. It's a solid. Cause I was about to say five six, but I'll give it a solid. Five, Damn. a solid five. But yeah, Harlem World, Harlem World, okay. Harlem World, Harlem World is um classic. Shout out to Mason Bethel, yeah. um, because he definitely uh, invented the swag, and Cam just kind of took it to the next level um, from True. that. But yeah, man, shout out to Mason Bethel, um, and yeah, what we on now? Yeah, we all we all for the music. I mean, not like we have to be, but still, let's get to. Um, I guess we can start talking about these sports. Okay. Well, actually, well, you, I was going to say, did you want to go to court, but you kind of did go to court, right? Nah, I'm going to go to court. You going to go to court? I wasn't going to go to court, but I'm going to go to court after, after this. this. Okay. Well, let's talk about these sports. You already know we start with the NFL because that seems to be America's favorite sport, not baseball. But um, I'll let you talk NFL because I don't watch it enough. NFL is kind of chaotic right now, man. All the top teams are losing, man. Philadelphia, who basically was the number one seed uh, in, the, in, in the NFL um, basically just suffered a tragic loss to them this weekend. I mean, they won, but it was still a tragic loss because their starting quarterback, um, shit, damn, my mind just went blank. Oh, damn. But anyway, their starting quarterback <laughs> just basically tore his ACL, and I can't think of his name right now. My bad, y'all. I got to get in the game. But um, <laughs> let me look at this up right quick while, while we're here. It's on the say, so, who? Which team? Uh, for, the New, for the New England, um, not New England, but for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, okay. Shit, I don't know the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Carson Wentz, man. And it was so, so sad to see Carson Wentz go down with a torn ACL this late mm. in the season because they were the number one seed. Um, and this guy was literally putting on a clinic when he was playing uh, this weekend, man. Like, I was watching him at work, and he was just literally just tearing these niggas up, uh, balling on, mm. putting them in position. It was just so on point. But um, yeah, man, that's something that's gonna probably come back to haunt them in the come when the playoffs start up in the next couple of weeks. Um, so start keeping on that note, they are still the number one seed in the NFC, followed by Minnesota, who was who they were playing. I think they were playing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jared Goff and the New uh, and LA Rams are at nine and four, tied with New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta has slid into the sixth seed okay. after Seattle had took a loss um, this past weekend. Um, and against the Jacksonville, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You heard Jacksonville finally made ESPN. <laughs> Jaguars are out here doing their damn thing. Mm. They still sorry in my eyes. <laughs> Fuck, y'all. And, they finally getting their shit together. All the black I'm, folks on that team. Right, right, right. And I'm gonna go ahead and keep it with the Jacksonville Jaguars as everyone's out here going, "Oh yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars would have a record of nine oh four. Oh my go. goodness. You niggas is lame as fuck. Cool, <laughs> but man, Jacksonville Jaguars are sitting good in the AFC at a number three C <laughs> while Pittsburgh is out here stunting on every single body. Still? Um, Antonio Brown was out here um saved the game with them on an immaculate catch mm. uh this past Sunday. Um so the Pittsburgh Steelers are number one seed in the AFC at eleven and two, followed by of <clears> course <throat> the New England Patriots. Um oh, I can't stand, but they ain't going nowhere. Um Kansas City is still in it at number four at seven and six, and Tennessee is there at eight and five, followed by Buffalo at seven and six. Um, but it's going to be a tight race, man, because Buffalo have to basically win out in order because they got Baltimore on their heels and the LA Chargers on their heels. And 
the Oakland Raiders and Miami Dolphins are still on the hill mm. so because um, it's only like a one-game difference for them to get it. And the same thing got to go for Atlanta because if Atlanta lose, they got Detroit, uh, Seattle on their heels at 8-5 as well, and they will be playing again in the upcoming weeks. I'm not sure exactly when, but Detroit and uh, Green Bay and Dallas are still all in the playoff hunt. Green Bay, things about to turn around because mm. that man is coming back. Ooh. And if you know who I'm talking about, the best quarterback in the league, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. That's what we gonna call him. That man, nigga. That man. Mr. Don't nobody want double check. Don't nobody want to play against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, and he done has some. I rest. can't lie. So. That is one thing I do know. That that fool do yeah. show up in the playoffs and so, yeah, and do some crazy shit. Yeah, and they still ain't got no damn running game. But hey, if Aaron Rodgers come back healthy and they went out, I think he's supposed to be coming back this week. They can make some noise going on, um, and so same thing for them. So it's gonna be interesting when the playoffs start up. Um, I kind of don't even want to place no money on nobody yet until I see the playoff pitch locked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, when the playoff pitch your money this time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. shit so shit so tight. I mean, and Philadelphia was looking so good, but I don't. I think Philadelphia is probably gonna drop down the number to the number two or three seed. Um, but it's gonna. It, I was I was gonna take Philadelphia if they still had Carson Wentz, but man, that really took a blow to the Eagles. Um, but. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. And sadly, but not sadly, but not least, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers are sitting <laughs> down here <laughs> at Wait. the bottom of the barrel. Damn, looking like Orlando Magic. Looking like mm. Orlando Magic. And um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, yeah. moving on from the NFL and to the NBA world. Okay. And um, you go ahead and you you give your updates. What you got? Yeah, I, I give a little rundown. I mean. Like y'all know, my team is sadly the Magic, so they're not even really worth talking about right now. They were they like, was on the nineteen game, win like five. The but they hold on, they yeah. did beat Golden State the other day, didn't they? No, they lost. No, no, that, they was, got uh, that was that was OKC. That I'm yeah, they about. got worked. That was OKC. They beat. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. That was OKC because uh, <laughs> goddamn, uh, what's the name was putting that damn work on fucking Russell Westbrook ass. Ooh, um, oh wait, you talking about? The Magic, the buddy from the Magic, he was putting that work on Russell Westbrook, bro. From who, who, oh, what's his name, Peyton? Yeah. Oh, Peyton? Yeah, yeah Peyton he crossed him up real nice. Had him touch, touching his toes a couple times. He couple did. Times. Had he had nigga, him on skates. Had that nigga Russell Westbrook rethink his career on yeah. the bench. Shoot. Oh, shit. Okay, Magic, next year, baby. No, nah, I don't know about that. Nah, Let's not nah. push it. <laughs> Orlando Magic don't know how to get that front office in order long enough to keep a good team. They suck. But anyway, to the actual Come ratings, up. we got number one East, Boston Celtics. Number two, Cavs. Three, Raptors, surprisingly. And four, Greek Freak and the Bucks is number four. Five, Pacers. Six, Wizards. That's pretty much all it's worth talking about. Honestly, I had a, a theory at the beginning of the year. I said, Celtics, yes, they're going to be a top East team. You I don't s- even know. They're still in those seven to eight. Who are seven to eight? Who? Who are seven yeah, to eight? seven to eight. Pistons and Knicks. You're right. You got to count exactly. them. Exactly. You got to count them in. I know. A, New, York, just, New York niggas has been waiting for some years to get them yeah. playoffs. Yeah. You know they're going to talk a lot of shit about that too. Oh, Melo gone. Now we doing all right. We don't have a losing season. Y'all still at 500 though. 13 13. So stop that. Yeah. And you got the Miami Heat right on your ass. So, yeah. you know, Miami Heat, once they get going, especially with White Side, it's mm-hmm. a problem for y'all. But And I actually I, agree. I do. Yep. Oh, and let's not forget about the sisters that sitting at 13 and 13 too, bro. You tripping. You, you right. They both there. So Because the Sisters is a young team. Yes, and actually they 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 fun to watch. I'm yeah. watching them and they are actually pretty fun to watch. See, you thought I was bullshit. Nah, you right. <laughs> Even though a boy in that flopping just took me, but still <laughs> it shit was still funny. But that's our top eight for the East. For as far as the West, we got uh the beard over there holding it down, number one spot with the Rockets. Steph Curry on the bench, but his team's still number two at um with the Warriors. With a rolled ankle. So rolled ankle, yeah. And then you got the Spurs. When's um Kawhi, Kawhi come back? Kawhi is back. Kawhi is back. Tony Parker is back. 
man, oh. you can sit Tony Parker. Out. I'm ready to sit him down. He needs <laughs> yeah. to sit himself down. Tony Parker just out there just for the, for the chat. He ain't yeah. playing no more. He but needs yeah, to sit Kawhi in. is back, and Kawhi is about to make some noise. I think so um, too. Hopefully, because uh, you know, pretty much the Spurs season is pretty much depicted on what how Kawhi plays yep. and how healthy he is. Yep. If Kawhi goes down and. Because they, they still, they they actually, still have a winning season. He didn't play all season. Yeah, they actually they actually been doing pretty good. But if Kawhi comes back and mm-hmm. like how Kawhi plays. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. If he come back like Westbrook did when he got hurt and came back, it's a wrap. Yeah. And we know Kawhi is a top five, if not top three, player definitely in the top league. Three, definitely top three. I mean, you know, some no, people you're right, argue top five. You're we'll right. say top I'll five. five. I'll say top three, though. So, he's like you said, he'll make some noise when he come back, which is now. So, I look forward to seeing whatever game that is. You got uh, Jimmy Butler and them over at Minnesota, number four spot. Nuggets, I have no idea who's on that team. But they're number five. <laughs> Trailblazers, you got them shoot your lights out boys over there. Number six, number seven, the Pelicans. Number eight, the Jazz. What the hell? And the nine, they floating, but they there. Is uh, Westbrook and the Thunder. They trying to hold on yeah, to something. So, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, like, uh, I don't know if you heard lately, but basically they've been like, not even talking to each other lately. Damn, they can't get together. They Like, Melo and Westbrook. Go their separate ways. Damn. Only person I could say probably that's that's fitting in and probably doing what they got to do is um Paul George. PG, yeah, that's Paul George. Yeah. But yeah, Melo, they they they, they, they okay, see, about to be in some trouble. Though. I mean, people predicted it. Then I said it. <laughs> those personalities do not match. Now those skills might match, and you might can try your best to say, let me take a back road. And yes, you got the whole argument about Melo and um Paul George both say, hey, we came here to play with you. But at the end of the day, man. KD left for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Whatever Westbrook doing over there, which is, you know, a lot, but still, there must be something that's scaring people away from OKC. It's fucking closed. Say it again. It's fucking closed. It's closed. Oh, <laughs> the dead tight ass outfits. Yeah. But I'll make my quick prediction on the East and West before we did that subject. I see Boston number one, Cleveland number two. I think Boston won't make it out the second round. Or the, or the East I could have told you that Yeah Even though they're well, number depends, one right now It depends on who they get matched up If they get matched up against uh, Hold on what, What's the name of that uh, Sixers nine Knicks eight So it would be one of them Nah If they get If they get what, or Where is uh, Wizards at Wizards at six If they get it, If the Wizards drop down And get matched up against the Wizards They out of here Oh, Boston out of there. They don't want <laughs> to Boston they don't don't want see no Washington. The they don't want no wall. They, they don't want no problem with the Wizards, bro. <laughs> I, I don't even think they want, really want no problem with the Sixers, to be honest with you. Yeah. To no, they don't. No, you don't. You're right. Because Ben Simmons is coming to his own. Ben Simmons is out here doing his damn thing. And um, your boy, <laughs> while your boy Lonzo was sitting here like, I don't even know how to play in this league no more. <laughs> this trash. Yeah, anyway, we'll get to his in a second. But yeah. Uh, but I, I still see – I think Cleveland, you know, they just made that little run. They went on 12 winning streak, lost a 13th game, then they started winning again. I think they found the chemistry that they need to make it to the chip. You know who that chemistry is? Shut up. Who? Braun? Oh, shit. Braun <laughs> right, nigga. Braun James. Damn right, Anyway. But, dog, I got LeBron for MVP. I got LeBron for MVP. I do too. Because, you know – They're running their experiments on, on their little – how they do their shit, man. I think they be trying. Hey, we're going to try this and see how That's it. That I mean, they're trying to find the chemistry. They got all season to figure it out. Yep. And they figured it out. That's right. my thought. They have. Yeah. You know, so they're at the point where they're competitors now. But question still, do they have enough for Golden State? Death-wise, yes. Yeah, they got these weight. Death with D-Wade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said anybody else, and I'd have been like, yeah. You could have said Kevin Love, and I'd have been like, you right. Death-wise, <laughs> D-Wade going to do it, boy. D-Wade can, can save him sometime, but he, he also slows the game down, too. 
Death wise, they got them. Death wise, they got them. But can mm-hmm. the point? Can the can they can the bench show up consistently enough? Is the question. And can they close that damn hole? Golly, boy, they let them do it. They want that hole. Yeah, they so busy trying to guard the three that they but just let everything happen. Defense is terrible. But I will say this though, uh, and it's going to be kind of interesting to see over the next couple of weeks because the chemistry is going to change up dramatically over the next couple of weeks. Mm. Um, when IT come back, not even with IT coming back. With Tristan coming back Because they've been on his winning streak Without Tristan Leave that nigga out I mean but we need him for the We need him for the boards (laughs) Ain't nobody else getting better pass it right away Ain't nobody else getting no damn boards (laughs) Except for LeBron Except for LeBron LeBron, (laughs) And Kevin maybe Kevin when he having a good night But ain't nobody else getting And them offensive rebounds From his own misses But go ahead And He's one of the one of the main people that we could use to close that hole. So no, you're right. You're right. They they will need that. I just hope, like you said, he jumped back in and get back with the flow. Good thing is, it ain't like he a new player. He knows mm-hmm. how to play with them. It still scares me because they're to me. I know you had your point last time about you know they practice together. Do they do all this together? I, mean, I agree. But I still think that he's going to ruffle up the chemistry at first. I agree. And this ain't the time for it to be ruffled up. It's it's in a good place. I mean, but if he comes back in January, that was what they're saying, I believe, right? So right but before All-Star? Right before All-Star, that's perfect. You got time before All-Star to, to work it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it ain't like you have to like – it's not like he's coming back at the end of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right before playoffs. Right start, before yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got time to work it out. Gotcha. You go on they, – they they, the, the streak that they was on, the 13-game winning streak, mm-hmm. got broken the other day. But yeah. so I don't even know what happened with that game because I didn't watch it. But yeah. – you got time. You can we'll go on another head. little two, three game losing streak or whatever. Figure it out. Figure mm-hmm. out what works and all that stuff. Because that's all they've been doing. You know, they took D Wade out the starting lineup, yep. brought him back into the starting lineup, mm-hmm. and he's been performing better. Okay. Um, I didn't uh, realize that they yeah, brought him back. They brought him back, and he's been yeah. performing better. So I mean, it's interesting to Hell see. Yeah. So I mean, well, well, what's our update on Rose? I haven't checked out. He's season. back. He's back. But um, he uh, <laughs> mentally ain't but back. How long? He's back, uh, but he did say I think yeah he needs to have surgery on his whatever fuck is wrong with him now. So he's taking a uh, <laughs> second string role now. Uh, he don't know what the fuck he want to do. Oh, I don't think he. I don't think he know. But <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's like the Cavs team is sitting there like, I mean we support him with whatever he do, but but we don't we ain't we rushing your ass, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Send him to Orlando. That's crazy. You ain't rushing your ass. So do what you got to do in order to. Yeah, Don't feel better about yourself, but yeah, I mean, I could always give early predictions, but like you did with NFL, I won't give any um any championship predictions. Honestly, it's like we all know who won't get there. You know, it's just all about I, the health. Just, yes, it, the question is who's going to take it, and like you said, it all depends. Curry got hurt, which means he has plenty of time to come back and get back in the loop. We just hope that Cleveland can keep it together. Don't lose nobody else. Mm-hmm. Losing Rose was you know whack, but like you said, it didn't really hurt the whole squad. Like if you'd have lost Kevin Love mm-hmm. or something like that, right? right you right. know. So I, we just have to see what happens. I kind of got I kind of got a question for you, and I know y'all are probably talking me talking about it, but is it just me, or do you like see like LeBron game just like completely change as of late? Which way? Like, change more aggressively. Yeah. I've been seeing moves yeah. like I ain't never seen this. No, you right. I ain't even know this nigga had before. Like when he was playing Chicago, it was rumored that he was trying out Michael Jordan movies on Michael, That's Michael Jordan movies. And if you look at the video, like they you did like a side by side comparison where he did this little spin wash move with the shoot, shoot the J, mm-hmm. spin around, layup jump, bro. That shit was crazy, bro. <laughs> I tell you one thing about Braun that's changed that was all that was needed was he's gotten come more comfortable with a shot. And that's, no. that's really the biggest thing he's had a problem with most of his career is he was never confident enough in his own shot. He said he's, that he changed his shot over the summer. Yeah, he got the little of, pullback now. He got the little 
because he Damn said that like, hard and step up fade back. He thing said and, um, his shoulder or something was bothering him over the summer. So in order to kind of like alleviate the pain of it, so he started doing a higher release or something like that. Oh. And it's been AKA wet ever trying to copy Steph Curry. Okay, gotcha. Is that really trying to copy Steph Curry? Because <laughs> Steph don't even release, bitch. That bitch just I throws. Just <laughs> catch the ball that's in the air ready. I think, think he's tired of niggas trying him and looking at him as soft, too. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, his, his, his whole mental, his whole game plan was like, let me bring the team together. Let me just choreograph the team. But now he's doing it and it's like he's mastered how the team works. So now he knows when he could do what he wants. Or they understand now that, hey, at any given time, he's going to do what the fuck he want to do. And that's what he does. Right, right. There might be a play set for a slasher. He might say he's going to pass it or think he's going to pass it. He goes to the hole and he's cocking that thing back like he's a damn rookie all over again. Yeah. And I've seen that too, like you Not said. LeBron, and people are, are actually fearing him more as they should, you know, and it's showing. You know what I'm saying? He get to the hole, this fool get hit like nine times and still make the layup. They grab his arm and he still makes the damn layup. Like he's that damn strong. I mean, they, yeah, they know it. that soft shit, man. Yeah, and they see it. I mean, all the players, when they be like, uh, you think you're on LeBron's level yet? Oh, no, they'll even tell you. Like Greek Freak. that They were trying to say Greek Freak might be the best person in the NBA right now. Debatable. But they'll say. He's great. Yeah, he's great. He's great. But when you ask him, he'll be like, oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I still have way more learning to do. I'm not on LeBron's level yet. Because everyone's going to be compared to LeBron right now. I don't think he got a shot yet either, to be honest with you. But that's yeah. just, that, nigga, that nigga athletic as fuck. It's crazy, I mean, man. Crazy. It's insane. And he got, what, an inch on LeBron or he about the same? I think he got an inch, but his yeah. arms got, his arms got, got like, about, fucking, like <laughs> fucking 40 feet. Yeah, he got like a seven-plus span. He about, what, 6'10"? Like when Michael Jordan was six, on... 6'9", uh, yeah. When Michael Jordan was on uh, Space Jam and he oh, stretched. Oh, he reached that bitch out? <laughs> nigga, that's, that's Giannis every single time Hell he goes yeah. to the hole. <laughs> Damn. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You moving on from there? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hang it up with NBA. Did you want to go anywhere else with nah, sports? Nah, I got something else with sports wise that I kind of want to talk about. Um, okay. Now, if you heard the news today, talking about your favorite family, the Ball the, Brothers. The Ball. Oh, I heard about that shit. <laughs> Have you heard that uh, D'Angelo and Jello? I don't know what the fuck these niggas' name is. Up and down. Mellow Jello Ball. They have signed uh, officially. Um, he dropped out his sophomore year in high school. Mm. And wow. the UCLA brother, I think it's Jello, um, went to go sign over overseas to mm-hmm. play uh, professionally, so that they could get Louis the Anna, whatever she's yeah, called, so they could get into the NBA. That's Any insane. thoughts about that? Um, everyone's saying that their daddy needs to let them live their lives. Honestly, a part of me is you know you know me. I hate, I can't stand their daddy. I don't like LeVar, you know, but there's some things that you just have to look behind the shell and see that it could be genius. Like at the end of the day, them kids weren't that damn good. It was the hype, which means if you can get them to sign and go make money over there and they haven't even, you know, really got to the peak of their game and I don't think their game was that good anyway, mm-hmm. then that might be a power move. You I know agree. what I'm saying? I agree. Um, I think that, it, like you said, it could be possibly genius, one, mm-hmm. um, because... Uh, what is this, this nigga name? Is it Lamelo? Yeah, Mello. is the youngest youngest player to is the only the very first <laughs> in, player to ever in high school to ever have his own sneaker. Wow, um, that automatically I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think that automatically made him NCAA ineligible. Oh, so, so hmm, so it's kind of so kind of better. It's kind of better for him to kind of go play overseas. Somebody else did this a couple of years ago, where they was like, "I don't want to play in college mm. because I I need to make money now, so I'm gonna go play yeah. overseas. Then I'm gonna come back and get drafted." Exactly. Um, but that's basically the game plan doing. But I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna work in the Mellow's favor right now because 
I think you have to be 18. And being that he's only like maybe 16 mm-hmm. right now, he'd not be able to go, go to the draft. For Jello, the one from UCLA. The one that averaged his stats was one steal, no rebounds. I haven't, no I, points, I've never, no I've never heard about him, his, none of his game at all, but everyone's apparently keep raving about his younger, the youngest brother because they say that he's the best one. But Jello, the middle one, it works in his favor because what he wasn't nobody gonna give him no shot yeah. anyway. <laughs> Middle brother. So that's how I feel. Dre, do you know enough about it to say anything on it? Yeah, man. I I, I fuck with what's his name? LeVar Ball, that's the dad? Yeah. I fuck with him, man. Ever since you uh you know, you had him in as um as uh what what you call it? Uh, not a contestant. But um, when I took him to court, I guess a perpetrator in men's court. Yeah, I forget <laughs> what they call whoever's guilty. Oh, in with court. the Trump situation. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Ever since that man, I'm like, you got to respect the mind of this man because I didn't hear shit about him until like a couple of years ago or or less. And look what he's done already. And he sent LeBron. Uh, and he sent Trump some fucking shoes. So I fuck with him, and I think he's smarter than people giving him credit for. He's loud enough to be like, you know, I don't care what y'all think of me. You know, this is the direction we're going in. Y'all follow me, and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? So I fuck with him. Whatever decision he make, I'm I'm excited to see what the results are. <laughs> okay, I see, I see. So, yeah, mm, that whole move, I think, whatever. It could be a power move. It couldn't be. Yeah, exactly. on Bob because he aggravated. Yeah, that's pretty much the size of it for me. And he disrespected Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Oh word Yeah so What you got in that You want to add anything else To that Watts I'm going to go ahead And uh, end it with sports Since we are still In the sports segment mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead And keep it in the family And we're going to go ahead And take this shit to court Uh oh So <laughs> I really wasn't going to Go to court today But um, I kind of came across An article that I kind of Wanted to bring to light. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about it, but I want to go ahead and call the entire NFL network. <laughs> Damn, nigga. To court. <laughs> they did to you. As you all know that we've kind of had a, a, basically a slew of sexual allegations and sexual assault allegations coming out as of re- lately. And um, mm-hmm. the most recent of them all is the NFL network. The NFL network has a total of, let's see, six individuals mm-hmm that were all charged for sexual assault against one lady at the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Former accuser, uh, former NFL hire, NFL Network employee, Jamie Cantor is the accuser of these six individuals. That includes legends such as Marsha Falk, wow. Ike Taylor, Warren Sapp, hmm. Donovan Nahab, Heath Evans, Eric Davis and Eric Wienerberger, former NFL, uh, former NFL Network producer. Man, I just don't understand. In these days and times, you guys being the celebrities mm-hmm. that you already are, you guys being the athletes that you already are, already having access to all the women that you already mm-hmm. are, have, that you already have. Warren Sapp, we already heard about you from Orlando days. We ain't even <laughs> to get on you right now. But why are all six of you niggas, seven of you niggas? Going at this same mm-hmm. chick, <laughs> Ike Teller's being called being called about by sending inappropriate pictures of himself. One sap came into the restroom while the lady was using the restroom. Whoa! <laughs> you know how big that dude is. Marsha Falk threw this woman up against a wall asking for oral sex. What? 
Donovan McNabb sent a text message asking if he if she's a squirter. Oh, Keith shit. Evans sent a news Valid of question. himself. Man, you niggas is just out here just crazy, mm. bro. The NFL Network, bro. You on TV every single day. All you have to do is go outside. All you, you gotta do is check your Twitter. Check your Twitter. Shit, Warren Sapp, you already was doing that previously. Why the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Are y'all Mm-mm. still out here chasing over the same shit that y'all all work with? Damn, don't have any of y'all heard the saying, don't make your money. Well, you get your honey. Wait, what is, don't get your honey when you make your money. Okay, that part. Fool me, can't fool me. Can't get fooled again. Clearly, I, I haven't done that one. Right? But man, come on. Y'all got to do better than that, man. So you all have been found guilty mm. of being some dumbasses. Point it, blank, it is. Anyways. I know exactly on. what happened, bro. Okay. I know exactly just... why they do that. Because somebody smashes and say, yeah, she bought that life. So all the niggas come and then they think they got her like that. And she's like, I don't want you. Maybe, maybe not, but that's what I'm saying in their mind. Either either the person lied and said he smashed and she a hoe, or he did smash and he said she was a hoe. And them niggas tried to follow up, and she was like, no, nah, I ain't fucking with y'all. So, so you know, they came with the, you know who I am? So hmm. piggybacking off of that, that then, if you know that, he, that he, this chick was that easy to get, why would y'all, all y'all follow up behind them? <laughs> Good question. Niggas do that though. That's you what guys right. do. You right. Sucks, you know but they, yeah, you're right. They you do right. do it. You're right. You're right. And this is why yeah. they've been found guilty of being a bunch of dumbass mm-hmm. niggas. <laughs> right. Yeah. And every industry has the same chicks that they recycle. You know them rappers and singers all recycling the same damn girls. That's how these damn girls <laughs> get popular. Rihanna. That mm, Karuchi. Um, oh, yeah. All of them motherfuckers. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not really. All right, man, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up because we are pressed for time. You got anything Mm -hmm. else you kind of wanted to talk about right now? Nope. All right, I got some things. I kind of just want to give a quick little shout-out to a couple of listeners. Shout-out to Maya for checking in, as Mm -hmm. always, like you always do. Maya, what's up? Five, three, you are my number one ace boom coon. Um, (laughs) And I also want to say, man, be on the lookout. You know, Star Wars is coming out this upcoming weekend. I know you're not a really big Star Wars fan, nah. but I just kind of want to go ahead and put some light out to it because, you know, I'm the movie guy. I know all about the good you're shit. You're the damn movie guy. I'm and the movie I, guy. You no, just got that one movie on me. No, you're the bootleg guy. I'm the movie guy. <laughs> you're the bootleg guy. Do you have cable? Yo. No. Thank you. <laughs> How do you watch your movies? Internet, fool. <laughs> Use you. your And damn movie theater. Anyways, but yeah, man, Star Wars is coming out this upcoming weekend. I'm kind of excited for that, man. Black Panther is on the way in February. Yes, we sir. are super excited for that. And um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, they also dropped this trailer that I know you guys probably don't care about, but I kind of care about a little bit, called The Spider-Verse, which mm. is like the Spider-Man, but it's like a whole bunch of different Spider-Mans, like all the different variations of Spider-Man, Black Spider-Man, White Spider-Man. What the hell? It's an animated, it's an animated cartoon, animated Spider-Man movie, but it shit look kind of dope, hmm. and I'm kind of interested. Okay, in animated it. is different. Yeah, and I'm kind of interested in it. So, but yeah, anything else y'all got? Y'all want to give a quick shout out about? Nah, no movies, um, nothing like that. I think we're gonna wrap it. Dre, you got anything else you want to say? Oh, actually, since we're giving shouts, let me do that. You're right, and I know we spoke about it earlier, but shout out to my boy, all our homeboy, hometown rep, Dallas, aka Dizzle. Repping the podcast, uh, what's it called again? Hear Me Out Podcast. Hear Me, me, out, podcast. Hear me yeah. out Podcast. Yeah, he definitely shows a lot of love always, so I definitely want to reciprocate the same thing and tell him, hey, y'all killing it over there, and we can't wait to have you guys on our show or you guys have us on yours or both. So repping the home or team, both. they holding down Orlando in Orlando while we hold down Orlando in Atlanta, 
in surrounding Outside cities. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, shout out, shout out to, to them. Shout out to Dante. My dog Dante, do check out every episode. He's one of the only ones that's subscribed and stays subscribed and he catches it pretty much right when we drop it, pause. Mm-hmm. And it's tight. I like that. So appreciate that, Tay. Um shout out to um my boy Desmond, my old manager, he be checking us out. My boy Desmond, them Warriors trash, but we do appreciate you listening to the podcast. So we just want to give shouts, man, to the people that really do come through, check us out. Um, I know we have more, but, you know, I just can't think of them off top. So Make sure that y'all please, please, please like, subscribe, Mm -hmm. and please give us a rating on iTunes because we need more um, ratings on iTunes in order to get our name on the top of that list. Yeah, man. And Dre, stop with all the damn noise in the background. Sneezing, coughing, (laughs) morphing over there. But yeah, please make sure y'all give us a rating on iTunes comments. If y'all give us a comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, we're going to make sure we give y'all a shout out as well. And make sure y'all hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, LRBanter407. That's L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R 407 on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Locker Room Banner Podcast Show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this thing I up. Oh, oh, shit. What you got? Hold on. Okay, I'm FM. You know that. I'm in Tallahassee, which is, you know, a college town. Mm-hmm. It's about that time of the year when everybody take their finals and they head home. I want everybody to please be careful. Mm. Use your right, right mind. Right, right. It, it takes about a second for you to make the wrong move, and it becomes a fatal move. I'm learning about so many of my friends who are actually telling me, yeah, but I got in a car accident, the car flipped and all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, please be careful. Y'all got yeah. to do better. Be safe out there. And, you know, just make, just make it back. And this is for everybody traveling for the holidays, wherever you're going to and fro. Y'all make it back safely. In fact, let's just have a word with God real quick. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, but I agree totally, man. Like we all, we've all, I mean, I'm not going to laugh at this, but we've all, you know, had friends that have been in those situations. Some didn't make it out. Some made it out and, you know, aren't the same anymore, but it can happen to anyone. It really can. So yeah, I agree, yeah. Dre, totally. All right, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up and close it out exclusively yes, with your one and only Man's Minute. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it is on a serious note, but my Man's Minute brought to you by yours truly and War just says, hey, on a serious note, man, bullying in any fashion is not cool. You know, I know we did have a couple jokes about it earlier today in the episode, but, you know, people are actually taking their own lives because of it. So as cliche and as basic as it does sound, we really, really, really need to treat others as we would like to be treated. You know, I mean, I had a couple bully attempts. Not for myself, but on the, on, was the bully. on the receiving end back in elementary and middle school. But luckily, you know, my, my nuts dropped at an early age, so I was able to defend myself and get out of those moves. But no, on the real, bullying is a real thing. I mean, and I just want you guys to really keep that in mind. So all of us that have kids, most of us have them at this time. You know, just teach your kids that not to put up with anything, but also to let you know if something's going wrong. But also pay attention to signs because everyone thinks everything's okay until... You know, you're the next hashtag with, you know, your son or your cousin or your somebody taking their life because they were bullied. And it comes in many fashions. Mostly it's social media or something like that. But there's a lot of ways you could be being bullied. I just say don't take it lightly and also know that, you know, it's not cool in any fashion. So on that note, that wraps up my man's minute. Sorry it wasn't, you know, the usual. But, hey, you still got one. I ain't got no kids. And mothers, mothers, make sure your sons know how to fight and don't put their ass in no damn karate. Mm. 
No karate. <laughs> what you feel? You feel like karate ain't ain't, ain't learning how to fight? Ain't it's up, Dre. No, you run up on a real nigga with that karate. He beat your ass. <laughs> oh, oh, Dre. Hey, Dante, if you're hearing oh. this, I think he's calling you out, Tay. He calling you Dante. out, Tay. You no, know, Dante don't know karate. He know kung fu. <laughs> and kickboxing and, and karate and muay thai <laughs> and a few other things. Yeah. He knows all that. <laughs> yeah, but his pops probably put him in that when mom. Try to teach their kids how to fight. And, yeah, I got my son signed up for karate classes. Yeah. Nah, man. Right. Put him in boxing. So if anybody wants to, you know if anybody wants to challenge uh, Dre to a, <laughs> uh, to a match, please hit us up at the locker room banner, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> we'll be we'll be glad to set that up. We'll be glad to set that up. But yeah, man, we can go ahead and close this thing out mm-hmm. and wrap this thing up. Uh, with the Locker Room Banner Podcast, episode 13. So, yeah, man. Uh, two, man. Holla at them. Will do. Will do. Y'all already know this is me and War. Let me go ahead and tell you where you can find me at social media-wise. I am on Instagram at A-N-W-A-R, the letter W underscore 357. That's and War W underscore 357. And on Facebook, I am simply and War Williams. Also, I do have a second Instagram account where I'm promoting some of my personal training. Feel free to follow that at Squared. Fitness. That's S Q U A R E D. Fitness. Like fitness. And you. Not just playing. But anyway, Niggas. I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to to um Dre. Go ahead and give us the last one <laughs> before we get out of here. Then give it back to Watts. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, aka Drizzy. Dre, aka. You understand me for the remainder of the year. Rest in peace, my big cousin. Um. Yeah, man. You can find me on Instagram at just underscore Dre underscore L R B. I'm also on Twitter, but I keep forgetting I have it ready for you in 2018. And as always, this is your boy Watts coming to you live and direct. It's your boy on Instagram and Twitter at Watts number four. That is W-A-T-T-S number four. Um, if I'm not on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> I might be on Twitter, but if I'm not on Instagram, you can't find me on Instagram, then uh, just be patient. I'll be back up there, but y'all can make sure y'all hit me up on the Locker Room Banner Instagram and Twitter at L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R-407. That is L-R-Banner407 on Instagram and Twitter. And the Locker Room Banner Podcast Show on Facebook. So if y'all can't find me on there, y'all could definitely find me on the, on the Locker Room Banner page. So as always, from the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew. We are signing out. Out. Understand me. Listen Understand twice. Me. Listen twice where the ladies are always welcome. <laughs> Peace. Oh, yeah. And shout out to Shamaya. Yeah, shout out to Meezy. Meezy, Shamaya for coming through again. I know she's going to listen just to make sure she hear herself. And she better listen all the way to the end of the damn episode, too. Stop talking about we be on there too long. Yeah, just listen to her part and get off. And if y'all want to be a part of the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew, y'all know what to hit us up. That part. All at us. One. Yep. Right now. I get it how I live it. I live it how I get it. Come the motherfucking digits. I pull it with a lemon. Not cause she ain't living. It's just your eyes get acidic. And this ain't a scrimmage. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. I told you we won't stop. A nigga by the business. Like yours, but you're renting. Wave hello to the top.